have a serious question to ask. What does the term cuffing mean? Seriously, I'm asking. I've heard it used in a couple of recent conversations revolving around romantic relationships and dating. I've also heard it used in recent streaming dramas and funny parodies, like this recent one from Saturday Night Live. Winter has arrived, y'all. Temperatures dropping. And you know what that means. It's cuffing season. That time of year when we find a man to keep us warm through these cold months. But not just any man will do. That's right. We out here looking for some big boys. According to licensed marriage and family therapist Saba Haruni Luri, the cuffing season starts and is a seasonal phenomenon of single people ramping up their efforts to enter into relationships during the fall and winter months. Usually, the cuff is not a long-term commitment. It's a short one. Bummer. Personally, I don't like the short-term commitment stance of cuffing. Also, the word cuff is the second half of the word handcuff. I'll get into that dynamic later. Jeez. Today, I'm going to flip the script. I want to talk about this cuffing season. What does it really mean? And for all of my single friends and family, I want to share some practical tools when it comes to spending the upcoming holidays uncuffed. If you tend to be an emotional and sensitive one like me, do you have a plan in place when visiting friends and family during this holiday season, just in case you're uncuffed? Keep in mind, being single is never a bad thing. And yet, we have to contend with the society pressure to be coupled up or cuffed. My singles, let me assure you, you are not alone in this. I got a plan, y'all. Let's prepare your defense against the offense of the holidays. Hallmark and all. To be cuffed or uncuffed, that is the question. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by Interludes Extra Presents Find Your Voice, a podcasting course for beginners. Learn more about the upcoming course and membership within our Interludes community on our website today. And now, all the way live from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val The Voice Johnson. scenario you've met someone to my fellas she's intelligent and is able to hold her own in conversations to my sisters he has an infectious personality and makes you feel seen and heard you've been introduced to her or him by one of your close friends and my goodness there's a vibe there a simple conversation of interest has sparked and then you're talking to them maybe two or three times a day for hours and hours every day for weeks on end. And you might be thinking it's going in a direction of, let me use this word right, cuffing. Maybe, maybe somebody's gonna get some loving. Never did a thing for hell on me, I am. 
yeah. And as the needle on the record stops, you realize, hey, wait a minute. This vibe is going in a different direction. Do I want to be cuffed by him or her? Should I continue to pursue this or keep on looking? Getting to know someone and dating are great ways for singles to really pull back the layers and develop a friendship beyond the vibe. The word cuffing seems silly at this point because what has developed in this getting to know you stage is far better than just being cuffed. As a Christian believer, as I'm believing God for my future Boaz, not Bozo, should I be trying to cuff someone? I don't think so. I think the words cuff or cuffing are entertaining ways to describe the current dating landscape. In my mind, I would really like the commitment in the traditional sense, you know, get to know someone and see if we share the same ideals. We can help each other with each other's life purposes and be aligned in our faith by helping each other be great in our walk with God. In and out of this defined cuffing season, it's my heart's desire to be in a healthy, loving, passionate, and sustaining relationship. Going for just a cuff or the hookup, those days are long over for me. If you find yourself binging those Hallmark and Lifetime movies, as a single, my suggestion, slow down, just stop it. What's the basic storyline? Oh yeah, only so many of us are living in the big city with a nice job, going back to the small town where the childhood friend is there to take over that baking business or whatever that business is and to reunite with our high school sweetheart. And that person is just available waiting to be cuffed. I mean, how many people are going through this? A whole channel? I guess. Our people have had issue with handcuffs since arriving on these American shores against our will. So with that, there's my whole issue with the term. Who wants to be shackled to anyone? Like the term ball and chain, a humorous way to refer to a spouse. When I speak to any of my married friends, and here's the key, who are happy, that phrase never is used to describe their union. Unfortunately, when a couple is using phrases like ball and chain or old man or old lady, I feel the red flags flapping in my face. Let's keep in mind, I've never been married, so I really don't know what that red flag is. Dropping the hand and using the word cuff means a desire to be in a relationship, especially in the winter months. During this holiday season, why is it important that some singles want to have that special someone in this cuffing season? Come on, Ray, tell them about it. I really can't stay. Baby, don't hold on. But it's cold yes, yes, in the northern hemisphere of the world, it's cold outside. We deal with our careers, our lives, our work families versus our blood families. And ultimately, it's a cold, cold world, emotionally and physically. But to have that one person to bond with, that's the ultimate deal. Yes, or is it? If you're going to your family during this holiday season, if you're the single person that goes and you get hit with those questions from your relatives or well-meaning friends that say, you're such a nice person. Why don't you have anybody? Who are you dating? Can I introduce you to this wonderful man or woman? I know I'm thinking, no, I didn't come here to be match made. I'm here for the cookies, the turkey, the mac and cheese, the collard greens, and not necessarily all in that order. 
and all of those wonderful, tasty holiday foods I normally don't eat during the year. I didn't come here to be questioned about my personal life. Now, unless we've had that conversation one-on-one about that particular person you might think might be a good match for me to get to know, that's different. So here's my warning to all. If you have invited your single friend to your home for the holidays, love on them and leave the dating inquisitions alone. It took a lot for us singles to come out of the house and be among you happy couples or happy married relative. So be patient with all of us. Pass the collard greens, y'all. Let's plan ahead for the holidays. The last of the holidays are coming, Christmas and New Year's. What are you going to do if you're by yourself and you have no family to be around? Create your own family fun with a holiday gathering at your home or someone else's. Plan games or white elephant gift exchange. Play those Christmas music chairs or create that game around the ugly holiday sweaters. If you like to bake like myself, bake cookies and share with your neighbors and close friends. Volunteer at a shelter and serve the homeless. Sometimes donating money just isn't enough. And also, for the elderly at nursing homes without blood family, volunteer to sing if that's your talent or entertain with other friends of the elderly. See there, I've given you a list of things to do to avoid feeling goofy, lonely, or uncuffed for the holidays. If you find yourself saying, oh Lord, I'm uncuffed, it's okay, you're good. Go out and get into some activities I just suggested. If you're going to go the traditional route and be around your friends and family, be discerning. In other words, the dear friends and family who know that you're uncuffed in your situation and won't ask you a bunch of questions during the holiday party or dinner, go around them. Keep in mind, there's your blood family that you're born into, and then there's that family that you create. Choose wisely. Make sure you create a family, especially around this holiday time, so you don't have to worry about the cuff, just in case you've had enough of the bad stuff. Yeah, that rhymes, right? In all seriousness, wishing all of you the best during this holiday season. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Have you seen it? It's the weekly chat with EP Michael Womble, Coach Tony Thompson, and host Val The Voice Johnson. Interludes Extra presents Talk on Tuesdays. Join us and other special guests as we break down the latest topics surrounding music, movies, and sports every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, live in our chat on our Interludes YouTube channel, Facebook group, and now on Pod TV on Roku. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson, written by Michael Womble, Produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson. Original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes. 
a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by Interludes Extra Presents Find Your Voice, a podcasting course for beginners, launching later this month. To sign up for the course and join our Interludes community of podcasters, please visit the website linktr.ee forward slash purelightmedia. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join our Interludes Facebook group, visit the website linktr.ee forward slash purelightmedia.com.